Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hello everyone, coming live, Zany's Rosemont, Sunday, the 30th of April, and then we head to Chicago, downtown Chicago, one of my favorite clubs, Zany's in Chicago, that's Tuesday, May 2nd, on to Indianapolis, Helium, Indianapolis, Wednesday, May 3rd, and Thursday, May 4th, we're at Helium in St. Louis, Alex is coming, we're going to have a great time, come out to those shows, friendjoel.fun has everything, and then on to the Omaha Funny Bone in Omaha, Nebraska, May 12th and 13th, and then Stir Crazy Comedy Club in Arizona. Glendale. Glendale, Arizona. Uh, and that is May 19th and 20th, my birthday weekend. My birthday is May 21st. Anyway, come out to those shows, friendjoel.fun, and here comes a brand new episode of Cover to Cover. Thursday, cover to cover, back, back at it, back in L.A. Start things off with a little Rolling Stones, why not? East of Burden, going way back for the Stones, still going. Will there ever be a day where we go, the Stones have decided to call it quits? Never. I mean, I guess it's just until Mick Jagger, they'll just keep going until, mm. I mean, Charlie Watts died, and it didn't seem to miss a beat, They were, and it... You know, no pun intended, because he was that drummer. But they really didn't miss a beat. They went right on to like, hey, we love Charlie, but we're touring tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And they put up, you know, you do a little, you do a little, slide, a little show. slide show of them. That's how you do it. You know, everybody cheers, and you move on with the shows. The show must go on, as we say in show business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. Look at me. Show goes on. I walk into a place like, uh, like Growlers in Memphis, and... I want to walk out. You know, you want to say no. But mm-hmm. the, the the performer in me, the show business person, says the show must go on. And I get up on the broken stage and I nearly kill myself. And uh, <laughs> I do it. I do it. It growls. But we'll be moving on to great places like uh, Chicago next week. Chicago, some Rosemont, outside of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Cool little area. Zanies. Zanies in downtown Chicago right after that. Tuesday. Day off, Monday. Some people will give me some hot Chicago tips. Of course, I got to do some press in the morning. 
and then I've gone to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Never been. I mean, I've been to Indianapolis, but never been to uh, the Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis. Pretty new comedy club, brand new-ish. Ooh. Not even a year, maybe. Uh, and then on to St. Louis, another town that I love. And as a matter of fact, I got a hot tip that the Cardinals are playing a day game. Might do it. Mm. Bush Stadium. Might go check that out before we do it. And that's Helium St. Louis. And then on and on and on. You guys heard it before we started the show. We did a little promo because we got to get these tickets sold. Florida. Yeah. Thank you. We're back from Florida. Had a great run out there in Jacksonville, Tampa and West Palm. Thank you, everybody who came to those shows. Had a blast. As yep. fun as I've had doing comedy in a while. So you guys come out to the live shows. We're going we're going all out. We don't. It just doesn't matter anymore. We're just throwing everything at the wall. Why not? If everyone else can do it, if every every TikTok video, every Instagram video is just some twenty four year old comedian up there in his in his <laughs> acid wash jeans that he I don't know if that seems to be the hot look now. Mm-hmm. Even on the guys, like a big the guys and the and the girls, and I know everybody. There's no gender. We they all wear the acid wash big jeans with like the big white sneakers. Mm-hmm. Guys and girls, everybody's doing. Yeah, it. and they get up there and they just they do like crowd work. That's the thing, and they, they post a quick clip of the crowd work, and of course they sell out nineteen shows in a row. And because they look at the people in the front, when I go, "You fucking," mm-hmm. and then the people go, "Yeah, twelve years," and they go, "Oh, ho, 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 ho. twelve years, player." 12 years y'all been fucking 12 years and i go yeah 12 years oh snap 12 years yeah 12 years you you've been fucking 12 years yeah and then that's it that's the clip you get the it clip, yeah yeah and then for that reason they sell 700 tickets a night mm-hmm. don't you isn't that funny yeah the person says we've been fucking 12 years mm-hmm. and they go 12 years yeah Am I, am I making sense? This is a comedy formula that's been proven time and time, time again. Time and time again. So there you go. Uh, and I, so we'll do stuff like that. You guys sit in the front row. You might be asked how long you've been fucking. Mm-hmm. So there Probably you go. Probably by me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I promise you I won't ask any of you such questions. I don't care. I don't care about your personal lives, and I'm not going to dig in that deep. We, we talk about other stupid things. Just mm-hmm. real, just dumb um, but it's fun. We're having a good time. Trust me. Come out. You'll enjoy the show. Nobody will be disappointed. Uh, enough about that. On to so much to, to talk about. I know it's been a few days now, but we were uh, we did a Patreon episode when we didn't want to really discuss it because we wanted to come on here. And, and the hot news. The mm-hmm. hot news is the changing landscape, Alex, of television. Yeah. We lost, uh, we lost Don Lemon. Yep. Don Lemon over at CNN. Now, maybe mm-hmm. people care. Maybe people don't. I saw kind of a, a Facebook thread. I saw somebody write something like, why do I care if Don Lemon was fired? And a bunch of people writing underneath like, who's Don Lemon? <laughs> like, so maybe I, in my world, Don Lemon's somebody. But most people don't even, like, that's probably, mm-hmm. probably part of the reason why Don Lemon was fired. Because the ratings are just He's abysmal name. over at, at CNN mm-hmm. and most news organizations. Let's face it, you can find get the news quicker on many other other twitter and then honestly it's painful for me to admit sometimes but i think maybe this is a better way to just live life some people just don't care about the news mm-hmm. they really don't yeah they're like why do i care like shit oh you think things are terrible in the world why do i need to know yeah i i live in a pretty good neighborhood or whatever i don't con- concern myself like ask most 20 year olds i shouldn't make a blanket statement like that but i will yeah ask most 20 year olds about any any news story? Huh? Yeah. I don't know. I it's not my it's not my business. They could probably tell you this news story, which is before we get into the firings over at the Fox and CNN, and even James Corden's having his last day. Yeah, I think it's on Wednesday. It's James Corden's last day, and I don't know what to think of this. Like we used to love James Corden. Um, we all were on board, weren't we? I mm-hmm. think I think everybody was on board when he started doing like carpool karaoke yeah. and he was he was the first like late night host to start doing viral videos like it's not even it's not important that you watch us at 11 o'clock on whatever network he's on i believe Mm-mm. cbs it's not important that you watch us here you just gotta watch a viral video the next morning and the old the old school uh school of thought was Forget that. You need to watch us like going way back. The Letterman's, the Lenos, even mm-hmm. Chelsea lately. We were on we were like, 
What are you doing? You watch at eleven thirty yeah. or eleven, whatever time we were on. Like that's when you watch. It doesn't. It doesn't. We don't get anything out of a video on yeah. Instagram. And that boy, <laughs> did that all change? Mm-hmm. Like so. Uh, and then of course everybody tries to do it. The Kimmels, the Fallons, the you try to get Fallon. But but Corden did it well. He did carpool karaoke. Okay, that was his thing. And uh, I think the first one, I believe the first one that he ever did was in England with George Michael, I believe. I believe that after George Michael died, he had said that the first one they ever did was with uh, George Michael, him and James Corden driving around before James Corden was James Corden. Yeah. Okay. Now, James Corden comes on. We had just ended Chelsea Lately when James Corden began. And uh, a lot of the writers from Chelsea Lately went over to James Corden. Mm -hmm. Two, Two or three of our guys went over there. Uh, Ian Carmel went the distance, yeah. ran the whole run of the show. A uh, good guy, funny guy. Asked me to, to to present a packet at one time. He said, hey, Chris, would you be interested in writing for James Corden? And at the time, the chips were down. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys have heard the story. <laughs> there's been there's been ebbs and flows in this business for me. Uh, right now, we're ebbing or flowing. I'm not exactly sure what's the good one, but it's a good. we're mm-hmm. at the good one right yeah. now. I don't think we're going to be turning back anytime soon. Uh, and if we do, then I just get out. You know, then it's just I mm-hmm. I, I just eat uh, cat food at an old at an old nursing home because it's, <laughs> I'm not going back to the beginning. Yeah, of where You're not I, submitting a packet. No, to... no, as a matter of fact, I was asked to recently submit a packet just two days ago. Uh, you got I don't know if you guys remember a show called At Midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Hardwick hosted was on Comedy Central. Comedians would come on, and, and it was like a round table of comedians, kind of like a was that the game? Uh, show? Yeah, it was kind of like a game of, showy yeah. kind of thing. Uh, I was never on it, but they never, not that they never asked me. I was on Chelsea Lee at the time, so I re- the two really didn't, I couldn't go over there Conflicted. to do it. They shot it. Hardwick's a friend of mine, so I probably could have gotten on had I chosen to. But they were also looking for like cool comedians. Mm-hmm. And I've never been in the cool world. Yeah. You know, I'm not Matt Bronger. Ooh. You know, some of the cool guys. Yeah, I'm he's not, cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's cool. He wears uh, vintage rock shirts. Yeah. You know, whatever. I don't know. Uh, yeah so i'm not you know i'm not in that world Mm -hmm. nothing against matt i like matt so but i don't want that to seem like i don't like matt bronger yeah they don't want uh the aging rocker all right all right i feel like you're bringing that up a lot you son of a bitch (laughs) he and that's his way of cutting me down but you said t-shirt i'm just thinking of your look look, i mean you got a john John denver t-shirt got it online i know yeah so angry minnow vintage clothing i don't know it's one of the things that pops up on facebook Every now and again, I get hooked by Facebook shopping. Mm-hmm. You know, they throw something up. They're like, all right, I don't need this. But, you know, I'm becoming this weird dude who, like, collects rock shirts. And these aren't even, like, real ones. You know, mm-hmm. they just... So this one's John Denver, Rocky Mountain High. Alex, it means a lot to me, John Denver. I understand. I used to listen to it in the back of my Aunt Katie's Volkswagen driving around Franklin Square, <laughs> Long Island, okay? Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. John Denver. I mean, I, I think that's a, you don't get those guys anymore. Mm-mm. Like I said, this is back in the 70s. You had a hit song. What else can we do with him? Give him a TV show. Yeah. Is he funny? No. Give him a movie. Oh, God, with George Burns. He was a movie star. Really? Yes. He made two. Oh, God, book two. I mean, they were probably horrible movies. I don't really remember Oh, God, but mm-hmm. I think George Burns played God and John Denver played, I don't know, John Denver. Okay. And, uh. I don't know. This is when nothing mattered. You could release a movie because there was no Netflix. Mm-hmm. Put it out. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. But there's 10,000 theaters dying for something to put on the screen. Mm-hmm. Make it John Denver yelling at George Burns. And people went. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, those <laughs> days are over. But who knows? Anyway, back to At Midnight. Yeah. I was recently, it's coming back. It's actually going to replace James Corden in the time slot, whatever, Ooh. 1130. Have they that. announced a host yet? Or No, not not yet. They have not announced okay. a host yet. I've got some inside track. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say what I, who I know and how I know, but I got yeah. a friend who I believe is going to be the showrunner. Ooh. Um, you know him too. I'll tell you after the show. Okay. And uh, I could tell you now, but maybe they don't get the job and then I don't want to, you know, yeah. fuck it over, fuck it up for them. But anyway, they asked me if I would be interested in writing a packet for at midnight. Mm-hmm. And I, first of all, I said, "Well, let's let's just stop there." Because first of all, no, thank you for for considering me. Now, the reason why people consider me is flattering enough for these situations, even the James Corden situation and this one. It's rare when people consider me, but some people are like he's a funny guy mm-hmm. who shows up on time and he and he and he and he works quickly. 
and he's always got an idea on something, whether it be good or not. I like I don't, I'm not one of those people who has to stew over yeah. topics for a long time. I can come up with jokes pretty quickly. And in situations like everyday shows, like these two are, you got to get it done fast. Yeah. Uh, so You're that not building a masterpiece. No, no, no. So that I can do. I, I could I could knock out jokes quickly and and. You know, whatever. TV jokes I can do. Mm-hmm. At least I used to be able to. I might be a little rusty these days. So anyway, they asked me uh, if I'd like to uh, can send in a packet for uh, At Midnight. And I was like, well, let's just say on the outside chance I get the job, which is there's just no way in hell mm-hmm. any any show is hiring a 56-year-old white man anymore it's yeah. just not happening nope the day those days are over the days of you know 17 white 50 year old white men sitting around talking to jay leno about the monologue it's over mm-hmm. and maybe it should be it's probably a good thing let let the trans indian girl yeah uh 23 yeah write the at midnight mm-hmm. whatever joke she's got she's do it you know talk, talk about bud light or maybelline or whatever yeah. the fuck you're doing that's it. But so you know what it's going to be like, let, yeah. like even this guy who's like in the show, I'm like, you know, that this, you know, you, you've heard, you got you out of the track, right? Yeah. This is not happening. Yeah. So, and then secondly, I don't, I think some people still, even Hollywood types, people in this business don't seem to know how much we can make from podcasting and things mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. Like I would literally lose money going over to a TV show and have to work 15 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So all of us, like the Heather McDonald's, myself, and all of it, God, you name it, Andrew Santino, and on and on and any on. Any of them. Any yeah. of us would be like, are you crazy? I work an hour a day just goofing off about stupidness. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Denver, I just yeah. talked about John Denver <laughs> for three minutes. I think I could do that over that midnight. No. Hey, hey. Hey, trans Indian girl. Yeah, but I got a joke for you. John Denver used to make movies in the 70s. Excuse me? Yes, he did. With who? George Burns. Who that? George Burns. You remember him? He used to be with Gracie. Say goodnight, Gracie. You remember these? So Alex is looking I'm at me the like, trans what Indian the f- girl over here like, <laughs> you are like, too old for this program. <laughs> Alex is like, what are you talking about? You don't think one of the I fun- love John Denver. I have no idea. <laughs> you don't think one of the fun bits we could do on At Midnight, the new At Midnight is talking about george burns george and gracie oh my god so anyway that's the uh it is interesting i've been listening to like i said on a, on another podcast i'm listening to a little bit of bill maher and bill maher's like me he's always like it is funny that the new world the new like millennial like bill maher's like one of these old guys yeah. who's just like you know? but he's older than me i think he's like 70 or close to it the other thing about I love Bill Maher. I do kind of enjoy his his. It's called uh, his podcast is called uh, Random, Random Town? Club Random Club Random, and it's interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it's kind of pretty apolitical. I it like is. It. it is. It's very apolitical, and he gets interesting guests, and usually they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, he, I don't know. The last like four I've listened to, he'll have like he had Limp Biscuit, the guy from Limp Biscuit, Fred Durst. On. Yeah. And the first like five minutes is him talking about his dick all the time. Like my dick still works, and I'm like. Oh, I think I speak for everyone. I don't think anyone wants to hear about a 70-year-old man's dick, whether yeah. it works or doesn't work. I don't think anybody, you know, he keeps talking about, well, I'm, you know, because he's a notoriously single guy mm-hmm. who's, I guess, still out partying or whatever, Jesus. which is, I mean, who knows? But I do like him, but I like, I I would lose the dick talk mm-hmm. at 70. Yeah. Uh, but he still does, like, because he's got rock and roll people on there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you still, you know, doing, sh-? and every one of them, all the rocker guys are like, even Fred Durst was like, no, I'm in bed at nine o'clock. Like, it's over. And he's like, come on, seriously? And he's like, yes, it's over. Like, Yeah, you don't you don't play did it all for the nookie yeah. and all the young girls <laughs> want to party in your I green mean, room. Yeah, so yeah. who knows? Anyway, it's all very interesting. It, and the other thing you, you learn from listening to a little bit of, this is only, let me just say this. The only reason I'm listening to these is because I've been driving around a lot mm-hmm. i had that run in the south where i drove from city to city I had that the florida run where i drove yep. from city to city so i had a lot of time to kill and i was looking for podcasts you know and i went kind of wanted one where it was interesting conversation mm-hmm. you know i didn't want some real housewife shit or anything. i don't really that's not my thing so mm-hmm. 
that seems to be the ones that are coming into my feed. You know, it's like, yeah. do you like, because I'm on Juicy Scoop, you all like this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, two gay guys screaming about something else. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I don't want that. So uh, anyway, I'm enjoying the Bill Maher podcast, but I have less dick talk. Anyway, back to what I was saying. What was I saying? I totally forgot. We were talking about at uh, midnight. At midnight, yeah. So yeah, that's the thing. I would lose money. Mm-hmm. I would have to work too hard. And they're not hiring me anyway. So I'm not going to sit there. For those of you who don't know, I mean, maybe many of you do. You seem pretty savvy. Uh, like writing a packet, is it's a lot of work. Yeah. And as a guy who's been in television for a long time, I could, I could promise you this. Nobody ever reads a packet, ever. Mm-hmm. The packets go in a drawer. Everyone just hires their friends. And then if the friends start you know, getting uppity or they use the packets to, this, to threaten people. To threaten yeah. People. That's what yeah. they do. They're like, oh yeah, you want more pay? I got 2,500 packets in this drawer and mm. I'll hire them tomorrow. Yeah. And what we used to do on Chelsea lately, because we were always in some sort of contract negotiation, looking for more money or looking for whatever, depending upon who the person was, looking for more time off to do other things or whatever. They would always be like, yeah, well, hire them. I'm like, mm. go ahead, hire them. Yeah. I'm like, you, th- you think they're all, I know those people. They're all fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, go hire them tomorrow. And they, would always, and they would always be like, all right, we'll give you more money. Mm-hmm. Usually. Um, so that's the case. Unless it's said at the end when Chelsea was like, I'll hire 10 more people. Like, go ahead. She's like, all right, I quit. I'm like, oh, shit. We oh. fucking, you quit? Yeah. Quit. <laughs> um, so there you go, everybody. That's the situation. Now, we do want to start off with a little something fun here. Mm-hmm. Because we're getting into like May 1st. Mm-hmm. This is it. I think our Chicago run is May 1st, right? Yeah. May 1st, like 30th is in Rosemont. Then I have a day off, May 1st. Mm-hmm. And then May 2nd is downtown. So we're in May. Yeah. My birthday month, 21st of May. Um, So we got to start thinking of of summer songs. The summer song. We, Alex, you, as you know, yeah. on this podcast, we like to come up with the song of the summer. We've only actually done it once. And I believe every year since we've just made Watermelon Sugar the yeah. song of the summer, right? Haven't we? Well, it's or been some a couple old... rough summers. I mean, it's not <laughs> our right. fault. That's right. Yeah, we've had like a couple of weird summers. We've definitely there. looked for it. We tried. We yeah. did try. And then some people, a lot of people give us like country ones. Mm-hmm. And while my my couple of days in Nashville there, I did see a lot of like that country. Yeah. And a lot of people will give us the dumb country songs. You know, the ones that I just mm-hmm. like. It's, I love shakes and Applebee's and my toes in the sand. I don't care if I work again. Mm-hmm. I want to have America's great and I love yeah. the flag. I don't want those people doing, selling Bud Lights. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot, a lot of that. And that's not my scene. You all. write a good tune. I just did it. Yeah. I, just, I think I just nailed a fucking country hit. Mm-hmm. Somebody call uh, uh, Mar- Morgan Wallen. Is that who? Is, am yeah, I, am I correct? Is he a star? Oh, he's a big star yeah. right now. Yeah. And who's the other one? The one that who does Oreo shake oh, and Applebee's. Walker Hayes. Oh, that one's bad. Yeah, he'll right? buy that. He'll buy that oh, yeah, song buy right that now. <laughs> and make it a big hit. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so we, we've got, we got one. We song got one to throw in the hopper. Mm-hmm. See if, let's just... Here you go. You ready for it? Now, who is this? This is called... This is Chinchilla. Chinchilla. Someone sent this to us. Spelled how you'd think. Chinchilla. That's like (laughs) an animal of some sort. A a little chinchilla. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is her song... uh, Little Girl Gone. Little Girl Gone. Okay, now stop it for a second. Okay, now what you got to remember is... This is going to be Song of the Summer. Mm -hmm. Is this a song you're going to want to hear down on the beach, at the pool party, at the the beach bar, on the boat? You know, the fun things people do in the Mm -hmm. summer. I don't know if I do any of these things anymore, but I like to think that I could. Yeah. You know, I'd like to think that I'd be sitting in a... The last time I had a truly cool, like, real summer Mm -hmm. where it was just like... You would go out at night in a beach bar looking to get laid or whatever. Yeah. It was... The one by, um, by, <laughs> I do this every episode. Blurred Lines. Blur, thank you. You <laughs> know them. Know. You know. <laughs> Blurred I Lines. Know. And then the other one, we're, you're going to go out to get lucky. They, oh, it was like the yeah. same up summer. Up all night to get, yeah. Up all night so to him, get lucky. Him as well, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, the, wasn't that guy involved in both of them? Pharrell? Yeah, Pharrell. He was involved in both of them. Yeah, those two songs were that one summer. I forget what summer it was. Mm-hmm. But that was my Maybe my greatest summer. Ever. That was your last summer. That yeah. was your last good summer. The last, less truly good summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so f- I've been, I've been forever since looking for the, 
right summer song and maybe mm-hmm. I could recreate the good times. Yeah. I, I can't, but he, you so just he, need the soundtrack and the rest will fall. Let's get yeah. a little, little more. So this is chinchilla. Okay, here we go. You get off talking down to the little man. Time you get what you deserve. Give it some, give it some time. You're so fucking stupid. Been a while since my head was this I gotta tell you right now, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm mm-hmm. a, I love Chinchilla. Yeah. Who's she talking to? A guy or a girl? She want, who she want to fight? Who Chinchilla want to fight? Who Chinchilla want to fight? Yeah. What'd she say? Bite me and slap me on the face. What? Oh, Chinchilla. Come on now. Don't do that. Is she talking? She must be talking to a guy. Oh. oh, I'll be on your, I'll be on your back of your boat. What's up? What's up? Hey, what's up, old timer? I'm sorry. Would you just call me? <laughs> you're like, well, I mean, I'm surprised you're on this boat because you're old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, true. Uh, but maybe I'm not old. Maybe you can't say that to people anymore. Maybe I have a health condition. You mm-hmm. know, you think of that. Maybe I have a, yeah, maybe I have an overactive thyroid. Mm-hmm. You know, so it makes me look old. I, I could be 27. It's not cool to judge people. Like, can't judge anyone anymore on yeah. anything, okay? So, just here to chill out. What's up? I'm young. I you like guys, chinchilla. You guys listen to chinchilla? <laughs> you guys know chinchilla? Yeah. Yeah, she want to be, uh, she she, she want a face slap. What? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah. You guys ever hear uh, Blurred Lines? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Anyway, I like that song. Mm-hmm. What is chinchilla's situation? Is she a white girl, black girl? What's her deal? I can't really. I mean, she kind of looks possibly Asian. Maybe oh, I'm mixed. looking at her. Oh, my God. She looks like Diane Keaton. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> there you she go. really does. She's like Diane Keaton yeah. in that, all that garb she's wearing. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. That's our first mm-hmm. uh, one where our first contestant. Mm hmm. Oh, she looks like a white girl. Yeah. First contestant is Chinchilla. Uh, gone Girl Gone. Mm-hmm. What's it called? You Gone Girl. Little Girl Gone. Little Girl Gone. I did hear a lot of like pop music as I was going through my travels throughout mm-hmm. the country. You know, through these three and four hour car drives, you're in rent the cars and the only thing that comes in, you just press, you know, scan and it'll scan to the only thing that comes in in mm-hmm. the middle of nowhere. And it's usually some FM pop station or Christian talk. Ooh. Some sort of Christian talk mm-hmm. or FM pop. So I was like, I'd listen to some FM pop and I hear the pop songs of the day. I don't know any, I don't know pop songs, but I got to say that I like this. I know it's old now and I know everybody likes it, but I like this Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. I know we've played it before, but it finally, I finally listened to the words and I got it. Bring, you don't, I don't, I could buy my own flowers. Yeah. We got a little of that. Mm-hmm. Let's hear a little of this for a second. I know you guys have all heard it. I know I'm late to the game on this one. This is a good contender for summer song too because I know. the album could, is literally called Endless Summer Vacation. I know. It could still be summer song. We were cold, and then you know they get somebody's going to put a backbeat to this. One of those DJs. Tiesto Tiesto will put a backbeat to it and then now I'm going to dance it up a little. Yeah. Dear friend, Miley Cyrus. Dear friend. Back when she was dating... um. You know, married to the uh, the Hemsworth. Yeah, we were friends. To a couple of parties at Chelsea's Malibu house when she Chelsea used to rent a Malibu house. Yeah, and uh, tell you a funny Chelsea Handler Malibu story. Uh, we had like a little party on the beach, and then everybody left, and it was just Chelsea and I were left at the house, and we were both had some drinks, and we had been fr- we're friends for a long time, even before Chelsea lately, and. Uh, we decided to microwave, but we didn't really know. She didn't know because it's a rental house, and it was like one of those fancy, you know, there's no buttons on the microwave. No. You just yell it out or something. We didn't even know, and we tried to microwave hot pockets, and we did it in the wrapper <laughs> and just like melted the melted wrapper. It. And yeah, two idiots mm-hmm. trying to make hot Couple pockets Hollywood at big four shots. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, and then we just sat and just talked about nonsense for another two hours. Good times. And then Miley Cyrus was there that day. It was like mm. some sort of oyster. She brought the Hot Pockets, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I could buy my own Hot Pockets. Yeah. I like this song. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Now, let me tell you what this Chinchilla also does the same thing, I think, in that song. I couldn't really tell what Chinchilla was talking about, but 
I assumed it was it was a song. She's been jilted by a man, and mm-hmm. this was her fuck you song. Yeah. Because at one point she says, you fucking stupid. Yeah. Which is, that's the term. That means I don't like you. You're stupid. Also stupid, when you say it that way with a T instead of a D on stupid. the end. You're stupid. You're stupid. Sometimes that could be, uh, if you're like a little Mexican girl or Latino of mm-hmm. any type, Puerto Rican, throw your favorite any Latino, kind. put them in there. Nicaraguan, yeah. put them mm-hmm. in there. Uh, it can when you do to replace the D with the T, it can almost be complimentary. Yeah, like see, you got off stage, Alex. People mm-hmm. like you. Oh, you're stupid. Oh, fool, you're it's stupid. So stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Oh, you stupid. That white means boy. funny. Yeah, just stupid. Mm-hmm. Don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. So that's uh what maybe Chinchilla was saying. That I don't know Chinchilla's business, yeah. but I'm assuming she's jilted, and that song is her saying you you're fucking stupid. Yeah. This is also her saying, I could buy my own flowers. I think I don't need you. Now this, you guys want to write a hit song? I'm telling you, this is this is what works. You got to write a fuck you to the man. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I like it. Going back as far as uh, the one. You're that, so vain. You're, you're so vain, that Carly one, yeah. Simon. Going way back. Mm-hmm. Even the one with the country song. I'll break your oh, car. Uh, I'll uh, scratch your doors. Mm-hmm. I'll, I will f- fuck up your tires. Before he cheats. Before he cheats. That was. Uh, that was that Carrie was, Underwood. That was uh, Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. All those songs. Big hits. People love hearing. Like, fuck. Because everybody's been jilted at one time or another. Yeah. So we all feel a kinship to. The Miley's and the and the Carly Simons and everybody who's you know I know just here's you're fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there you go. I gave everybody a, an easy way to make a hit song. Yeah. Uh, Start a TikTok. We're excited. We're excited about uh, about the summer coming. You know, I got we got summer plans. Things are going to be happening. We'll be delivering, of course, many podcasts to you guys. This is what you can listen to at the pool party. Mm-hmm. And the pool party will end quickly. If all of a sudden you go, stop the music, chinchilla, turn off the chinchilla. We're going <laughs> to listen to cover to cover. <laughs> What's he talking about? Oh, uh, he, he counts down different ketchups. What? Yeah. He takes a <laughs> list of 10 ketchups mm-hmm. and, he, and he counts it down. What's the best ketchup? Uh, and we're going to listen to that instead of chinchilla. Yeah. Don't be yeah. fucking stupid. You don't want to hear what <laughs> you don't want to hear if Heinz is better ketchup than Sir Kensington. Mm-hmm. I didn't No, I would. I mean, maybe another time, but I don't know if we should do it like at the pool party. Yeah. Well, I, we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that, that's a, so you can listen to this. That's a nice time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh boy. So here we go. Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. Gone. Over at Fox News. Yeah. This is these is big stories. Maybe you guys care, maybe you don't. I don't know. But they seem like big stories to me. <clears throat> Tucker Carlson gone. But who knows? He's only gone for a few days before he jumps on to something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be a podcast or his own thing. The the world is different now. Yeah. As I was saying earlier about writing on shows. It's different. You can do whatever you want you could just jump over to youtube and or whatever else and and live a life so that's what's going to happen he can go do something else so that'll quickly be announced i'm mm-hmm. sure uh and then don lemon of course i don't know if don lemon is going to be able because i think of course the tucker Carlson had a bigger following yeah and he's got more you know people who are, who are rabid about him yes you know rabid about his love of m&ms or not mm-hmm. not love just his hatred of m&ms yes because they're not sexy enough mm-hmm. that was that i almost think that it's sometimes a, a parody show it almost seems a little bit like he's in on the like joke he's mocking i like to think so. little. <laughs> I, I want to think so yeah um but perhaps not mm-hmm. uh so anyway, and then of course he he's very high on the and a Dil, the Dylan Mulvaney. Mm-hmm. You know she's a now is it, do I say she with the Dylan Mulvaney or because I believe that's the current version. Yeah, but I looked at some at some video of Dylan Mulvaney because I'm I'm you know hearing a lot about this. Person. I never thought I would Google how does Dylan Mulvaney identify. Well, <laughs> you better do it, Alex, because we don't want to get to cancel yeah, we don't over here on cover to cover. Uh, so there's Dylan Mulvaney now. Bud Light now I hear Maybelline or one of the other. She I guess mm-hmm. she was doing something for them. Yes, they're taking backlash, I believe. And I then believe. somebody told me that she did actually, <laughs> which is I mean we are getting into a crazy world here. But yeah, that she did an, a commercial for tampons. Oh, is that possible or is this like an Onion article? That's got to. be I had right. heard at one point I'll she had done an article for. I mean, a, a, 
a commercial for Tampex or something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Anyway, all of this is. I said it on the um, on the Patreon episode yesterday, and I'm going to stand by it. All of this, Dylan Mulvaney, and all of this uh, trans stuff. Not that it's not an important topic, and not that I'm not I'm not trying to minimize that there are trans people in the world. However, I believe that it's the, it's the bed bug of today. Mm-hmm. You remember a few years ago, our biggest concern was bed bugs. Bed bugs were everywhere. Every hotel was having them. We everybody had a bed bug story. The New York Post, every cover was about a bed bug. There was bed bugs in the clothes at uh, at, at at Urban Outfitters. There was bed bugs in in the books and libraries. There was bed bugs everywhere. Yeah. Bed bugs was They're the everywhere. hot was the hot story, mm-hmm. and then it went away. Now, I'm sure there's still bed bugs, but it doesn't seem to be our top concern anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, our top concern is who is our Bud Light spokesperson? Yes. Um, and then this will go away, and who knows what will be next? Mm-hmm. It'll be something else. So, uh, I snopes it, and that is false. She did not uh, start endorsing Tampax, but somebody yeah. made that a joke, and it's been... Oh, okay. It's in the so, rumor mill, Yeah, but it it's is in the false. rumor mill. We'll get 15 people who say that they're going to send me something where she mentioned Tampex and mm-hmm. you were wrong, Alex. Oh, but okay. we'll, we'll, I'll wait for that. I'll, I I could take the heat on this one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so so anyway, that's the Dylan Mulvaney stuff. But uh, Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. uh, seemed to be interested in all that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he's moved on. He's going, he's, he's off Fox News. What yeah. they replace it with is, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen over at Fox News. I'm just guessing. Mm-hmm. But they seem to have this guy, Greg Gutfeld. Yeah. Gutfeld does a, a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. It's a comedy show. Yeah. Have you ever Are watched it? Are they giving it? you good information on this comedy no, show? I think it's just it's just comedy. It's, it's basically all, what everyone's doing now is they're just ripping off Chelsea, Chelsea Lately. Lately. Yeah. It's 100% Chelsea yeah. Lately. And not, I'm not saying we were original too, because mm-hmm. we, in a weird way, ripped off a show called Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn. Mm-hmm. And, uh. But they're all ripping off Chelsea late now. Topics of the day with four comedians and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. That's so, probably where the Tampax rumor came from was Gutfeld. So anyway, <laughs> Gutfeld, is, Greg Gutfeld has got this show on Fox and it seems to be a bit of a hit. Mm-hmm. They keep saying all the time, a number one late night talk show. And well, maybe that's true, maybe it's not. And the comedians and some other like Fox News personalities sit there and, and do bits on topics of the day. Yeah. Are they the strongest comedians and 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 joke people? No. no. Is Greg Gutfeld the strongest? No. But sometimes you don't have to be. Mm-hmm. You could just do some mediocre jokes and people seem to love it. And I'm, that's good. I'm fine yeah. with that. But then now they're spinning this off. Some of the personalities on Gutfeld have gone on to do their own type of shows. Yeah. More of the same stuff. We're just going to... Have fun with the topics of the day. Yeah. TikTok programs. Right. Yeah. And now I believe Fox is just going to, they're like, fuck it. Let's fully lean into this. Full blown. And it's almost going to become like five different gut felds. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to replace Tucker Carlson is like a comedy show. Yeah. Uh, a loose, loose comedy show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's it. That's, that's my prediction. Because uh, they could pay him less. I don't know what they were paying Tucker Carlson. Who knows? So there's that. Don Lemon, who knows what he goes on to. Yeah. I mean, I think, he, I think Don Lemon's an older guy than he appears to be mm-hmm. on television. So maybe he'll just be like, fuck it. I think Don Lemon will try this. Here's my prediction for Don Lemon. He's going to try some sort of afternoon chat like yeah. the Kelly Clarkson's and Ooh, the Drew Barrymore's. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't know about Kelly Clarkson, Drew Barrymore. They seem to make it look easy because they're good at it. You know, Kelly Clarkson's good at being natural and mm-hmm. seeming like she's and so is drew barrymore in a way i think they're both very good at afternoon chat um drew barrymore's wild now just wild crawling all over the place <laughs> yeah. i mean i just i know people i know heather just did something on this and there's been other like tiktoks about it but i was noticing it a while ago and i meant to mention it on my last juicy scoop appearance uh, but i think heather wound up doing it after that and I mean, she just she like crawls up to the people who were who she's interviewing across the floor. She'll crawl up on her knees and then like get it. I know there are people who are also her friends, so she's not doing it to everybody. Yeah, you know, she's like Brooke Shields. I think her and Brooke Shields hang out in real life, so she'll like crawl in Brooke Shields' lap like a fucking cat and just sit there and go, "Oh, I love you." It's just it's odd. It's yeah, odd. It comes off odd. It like sounds for, odd. It's odd for like two two fifty year old anybody's to behave like this then i happen to see 
she was doing an interview with with Ben Affleck via Zoom. Ben Affleck wasn't even there. He was on a big screen. Mm-hmm. And she crawled up to the screen and was rolling around on the floor. Now, listen, I know Drew Barrymore's a kooky gal. That's kind of her thing. Yeah. She's been, in, and and God bless her. She should, she's not all there, I would imagine, because she was drinking Cosmos when she was six yeah. at Studio 54. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that that somehow plays upon your mental health. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with her mental health, but I'm saying she's probably a little kooky yeah. because she's been surrounded by kooky her whole life. So with crawling across the floor to sit on uh, Brooke Shields' lap is normal behavior to her because this is what I always say. Friends, a lot of people say friends need to be supportive. The most important thing my friends need to be, Alex, you know this, right? Yes. You have friends. Who do you, you have any friends? Mm, I got a handful. <laughs> Small handful. <laughs> I, you do a thing that I that I I always find a little odd for a grown man. What? Uh, you often talk about a a, a fellow comedian. His mm-hmm. name is Michael. What's yeah. his name? D'Angelo. Michael D'Angelo. He's my best friend. Yeah, that's you, the odd yeah, part. Huh? That's the odd part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you call him when you're promoting shows that you guys yeah. do together. You go, I'm doing a show with my best friend, best Michael friend. D'Angelo. Don't you think that's strange no, that two I don't. grown men call each other best friends? No, I don't. Really? No, I think it's a, you know, I think it's endearing. I think it's uh, crazy. Okay. Yeah, I think it's the mark of a crazy person. I think that. If you were I seven, think, you could say this is my best friend. No, it's my, yeah, it's the, because I like, I am of the belief. That, let me tell you who your best friend is. Me. Okay, yeah. Okay, let me, you know why? Friend. Yeah, because I pay your bills. Okay. What has Michael D'Angelo ever done for you? I everything you have in life has mm-hmm. been given to you by me. And not yeah. only this podcast, mm-hmm. but the ripple effect from this podcast, yeah. shows, things like that. Uh other jobs I've gotten you via my friends, mm-hmm. those, uh, everything else. Yeah. So from here on out, I don't want you to say this cuz it would sound odd and creepy, but you from now on when you reference Michael D'Angelo, you say my second best friend. <laughs> okay. Michael D'Angelo, because he doesn't pay my bills. Okay. Okay. All right. When you did a show with Michael D'Angelo recently in Arizona, how much did you make from that show? Seven thousand, eight thousand dollars, I think. <laughs> I mean, he's my best friend. He pays well. Yeah. Anyway. It would have been funnier if you told us what you really made. I have to explain comedy to this guy. Oh, I twenty five dollars is what he really I made. I think I made two hundred bucks on it and I got a hotel room out of it. So Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Were you did you guys all he get lost that? money, did you but you guys go in the same hotel room? Yeah. Oh my God. The this way there's a business. Listen, listen. Anyway, go on. I think I like to let people know, like, you're going to see me interacting with the people that I genuinely work my best with. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, I like to, I think that's yeah. important. Okay. I think modern audiences like uh, real relationships. Oh, is that right? That's what I think. Okay. Well, they, hey, listen, I just got served. No, I, I, people say that. People say But I believe served. that we got better when you actually started to like me a little. I don't know when that <laughs> happened, but it does. Uh, well, I always have I liked you. I used to, I, you had to be tapered a little bit yeah, here and there, yeah. you know? Uh, so, but otherwise, uh, yeah, of course, I always liked you. Mm-hmm. I think you're, you're a fine guy. Uh, I'm not, you're not my best friend. No, no. <laughs> I don't even know if I have a, you know, my best friend would be my, probably my wife. And I think that's weird too. Yeah. Maybe it was my best friend's my wife. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right. And I don't think my wife would say the same. She's like, no, no I got real friends. Like, I got you're a couple not. girls that. But anyway, my point is this. Friends, best friends. Best friends. Um, are supposed to not, they're not supposed to be supportive. They're supposed to also tell you to, to fucking, just, when you're acting like an idiot. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Drew Barrymore has that. It's just, there's nobody, because she's got a lot of yes people around her. Yeah. So nobody tells her, don't crawl on the floor. Uh, so for that reason, you, they just crawl on the floor. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, I know I know. I probably told said this before, Michael Jackson's a classic example of not having anybody around you to tell you different. And that's how you bring a monkey to the Grammy Awards. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody says you can't bring a monkey to the Grammy Awards. If, you, if your friend Michael D'Angelo, your best friend, if you started bringing a monkey to the Grammy Awards, Michael D'Angelo, as your best friend, would go, Alex, can I tell you, I wouldn't bring the monkey. Mm-hmm. I think it's odd. Yes. But nobody tells Michael Jackson. So next thing you know, Michael Jackson is mm-hmm. got a monkey. He's climbing trees as yeah. a grown man. That was my biggest takeaway, if you guys remember, the greatest. There's, there's, there's certain things out there that just stick out, stand out as moments in television that that I'll never forget. And I think many of you are the same. Just a couple, maybe you could probably count 10 or 20 of the greatest moments in television. For me, one of them was that interview that Michael Jackson did with that uh, that that journalist, I forget his name. It's like a, 
uh, Basher or something, whatever. Mm, let me look at you it. guys remember who I'm talking about. And it was about a two-hour thing. It was on prime time. I think it was on ABC or something. And it was just wild. Like, it was Michael Jackson at his craziness. And this guy just went along with everything. My, at one point, Michael Jackson climbed a tree. Martin Bashir? Martin Bashir. Mm-hmm. Martin Bashir. Thank you, Alex. And it was unbelievable. At one point, I remember they were shopping in in um, Vegas at some ugly, like, garish the statue store in like one of the, you know, what Caesar's palace shops or whatever. And Michael Jackson's just pointing at ugly statues. I want that. I'll take that. Get that too. <laughs> and then it went on later. Like the guy said that he, Michael Jackson never paid. Like the guy sent it all to Neverland and never got the, his never check. got the bill. Anyway, you guys remember what I'm talking about. Martin Bashir. It was amazing. But at one point, Michael Jackson climbs a tree and Martin Bashir doesn't tell him not to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the point where Michael Jackson said, I can do anything. Because in this interview, I'm a 40-year-old man. And he goes, I'm going to climb a tree. And Martin Bashir's like, I, uh, I'm a grown man. You're a grown man. We don't need to be climbing, mm, trees, climbing trees Let's here. just stay in our seats for the interview. But Michael Jackson went out into his yard and climbed a tree. And then he was telling Martin Bashir to come up. Like, come on up. It's fun. It's fun to act like a child. Come on up. <laughs> and uh, and Martin Bashir was like, no, I'm good. I'm good down here because I'm a 51-year-old man. I don't yeah. think I should be climbing trees. But that's where it gets wild. And I think that's where Drew Barrymore's at. And But I'm good with it. So I think that Don Lemon, see, I've, I've remembered where I was, everybody. Mm-hmm. I know I go off on tangents, but I'm back. You always come home. I think Don Lemon is going to do something like that. I know that's what he was doing over at CNN, which led to part of the problem. Yeah. They said, we're going to shift him over to morning, have fun morning chat with him. Uh, but it didn't really, it wasn't working. No. I don't know whether it was co-hosts or whatever. And I don't think people go to CNN for that morning stuff we have our morning stuff already we got our today's a good morning america's we got our, our channel nbc and, and abc and cbs do it right mm-hmm. we don't need we don't go over to cnn for morning chat we if something horrible happened the night before that's when we go to cnn you yeah. know we go to cnn when we hear last night there was an earthquake in indonesia and seven thousand people are under rubble yes. then you go to cnn because Savannah Guthrie's cooking, uh, you know, apple fritters with her children mm-hmm. over on NBC. Yeah. No matter how many people are under rubble. You see a flag at half mass, you go, why? Why? That's CNN. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always, I always, uh, when I hear helicopters flying above my house, <laughs> I'm always like, oh shit, what's, go- is it just a, you know, traffic chase? Yeah. Or is it something more? Once again, I'm going to go back to Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing a ton of helicopters that day, the day Michael Jackson died. And I I lived like kind of over, and he lives out out this way, actually. Yeah. Or did. And I was like, what the fuck? I mean, a lot of helicopters. And I'm like, what is going on? And sure enough, I turned on the TV, and Michael Jackson had died. So all these helicopters were above his house. Same day, Farrah Fawcett dies. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, she, she lost. She should have died the next day. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, oh boy! What are we talking about my, here? My uh, my thought with the Don Lemon thing was, I think because it happened an hour after the Tucker thing. Yeah, I think they were kind of ready to get rid of him, and they were like, "Oh, there's no way that people don't make more fun of them today than us." Like, let's get. Oh, rid that's of a him. good call. Like, you might be right on. People that are going to be talking about Tucker yeah. ad nauseum. Right. Let's just let's throw him in. I think you're let's right. Farrah Fawcett him. Let's. That's fuck, they did. They yeah. Farrah Fawcett him. Yeah, because yeah, you're right. Because it. It, it was an hour They later. really were looking to get rid of him because mm-hmm. he had had a lot of problems. The yeah. ratings of his show weren't doing great. They're probably mm-hmm. paying him a ton. And he had that issue with, he said, a woman was past her prime or whatever. Yep. And that, he never really recovered from that mm-hmm. one. Uh, he was suspended. But once the writing's on the wall, suspension, yeah. you're like, it, it's over. Yeah. And uh, so that's, it's over. I saw him t- today. They had a picture of him in the New York Post this morning walking his dog, you know, <laughs> looking. He's got his, yeah. he's, he's, a, he's a gay man, mm-hmm. but he's married. So him and his husband are walking their dogs, and they're they're doing fine. Everyone's gonna do fine. These people, when they're fired, it's like when when we're fired. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I got fired from Sizzler. Everybody, Mm -hmm. okay, you guys know the story. I was fired from a Sizzler. Fired. I was insubordinate. Yeah, I was not. I had been there at that point. You weren't a team player at that point. (laughs) At that point, I had been there, and we had a big board in the back. Who's the best team player? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and normally you'd get you'd, you'd get pinned up on that board. Yeah, but I was never on it because no. I was I was always bucking the system. Mm-hmm. You know, a little against the grain there, Ish, perhaps. But I lasted 
far longer than I should have. Mm -hmm. You know, I had been there at seven years at this point. I was 44 years old. Yeah. Still working in the system. And, uh, and they fired me. And when I was fired, I was not just like the thing I was fired from in Houston. The, yeah. the, the uh, corporate gig that I was fired from. When I'm fired, I don't get my money. They're like, you're fired and you're not getting paid. And the same with Sizzler. Like, they didn't go, you're fired. Here's your golden parachute of $28 million, mm, yeah. whatever. I had to drive home from Sizzler in my 1983 Mercury Lynx that was burning oil like you couldn't believe. Mm -hmm. The puff, the, the smoke that it would come out of the back of this thing every time I pressed the gas was laughable. People mm -hmm. would look at me like, he's the problem with all the pollution with the environment. in environment. Yeah. It's his car. It's him. And I would drive that home. Uh, and I drove drove it home after being fired, 1983 Mercury Lynx, that was sold to me by what I had thought were two friendly, two male friends, mm -hmm. two male friends, tow yeah. truck drivers. I assumed they were just male friends. Roommates, possibly? Yeah, that. One was an older guy, one was a younger guy. But they were both not... Now, let me just... Neither one of them was Don Lemon and his cute husband. No. And these were two... They look like tow truck drivers. Mm -hmm. So I assumed this can't possibly be a gay couple because they don't look like a gay couple. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh -huh. They look like two tow truck drivers. And they asked me if I, they had a, a they used to come into Sizzler. Oh. I, I, think I know I've told the yeah, story. Yeah, these can't be gay men. No, exactly. They yeah. can't be, they don't do anything about, they, they drive a tow truck, they eat at Sizzler. Mm -hmm. Nothing about them is saying gay. No. Except when they said, we got a deal on a car for you. I think at one point I'd said, I need a car. Like we could work it out. Yeah. So they drove me down to like Orange County to some car dealership. That's a haul. Uh, and I was like, isn't there car dealerships like on this block? We got a deal mm -hmm. on the worst car ever made. The Mercury Lynx. <laughs> I think they made it one year. Okay. Otherwise, it was just like this to get it off the assembly line. It was a Ford Escort, if you remember such pieces of shit. Mm -hmm. But it was like a low, it was like a low, below the rung Ford Escort. Okay. Mercury Lynx, 1983. Horrible piece of shit. It looked like that? That's it. That's a nice car. That's it. Oh, my God. It was so embarrassing. Anyway, we get down there, and it's cost me like 3500 bucks. Or I bought it. Ready for this? Mm -hmm. I still remember the name of the... I bought it at Country Joe's Auto. Ooh. Country Joe's Auto. In Orange County. In Orange County. We get the car. The guy's like, you happy with the car? I said, yes. Now, now I'm driving back. They got their tow truck. Mm -hmm. I drove down there with them in the tow truck. Yeah. Three of us in the cab. Down, driving down. You know how a tow truck works. Yeah, mm -hmm. we'll get in the front. We go down. Now I got my Mercury. And I'm like, all right, we're going to go to lunch. Meet us at lunch. I, and they took, a, they took me to a drag lunch mm -hmm. in Orange County. Like a lunch, like no windows, dark. And I was like, what's this place? Oh, you wait and see. Yeah. And I walked in and I'm like, what? Oh, this is like a weird, it's like a drag lunch place at noon on a Tuesday mm -hmm. in Orange County. It's not like a Saturday night drag. Come on, everybody. Let's have some fun. It's br drag brunch. Not that. No. It was just like sad drag performers on a Tuesday uh -huh. afternoon serving you grilled cheese. And tomato soup. That sounds nice. <laughs> so I was Mercury like, links and some. I was like, something's up here. Yeah. This seems odd that you guys even knew this was here. Mm -hmm. I didn't say this, of course. I'm just thinking to myself. We're two hours from your house, and you know we're the worst, di the diviest <laughs> the, drag, drag <laughs> lunch place. Is. Yeah. Anyway, I finally like, I was I was not savvy at that point mm -hmm. to, to the world. You know, this is like 1988. I yeah. was a young kid. I was like, then finally, I'm like, I'm driving back, and it just hits me. I'm like, oh, Ooh. they're a they're a gay couple, a mm -hmm. weird gay, a weird tow truck driving, flannel wearing gay mm -hmm. couple. Yeah, I didn't even see it. Mm -hmm. Sizzler eating, cheese toast eating, yeah. gay couple, <laughs> and I was like, oh, so there I was in my horrible. So that what I'm saying is, mm -hmm. when we're fired. I don't get, but when Don Lemon's fired, he still gets his ten million. Yeah, Matt Lauer got fired. They still gave him the twenty-five million dollar contract that he mm -hmm. had. So in that, it's it's pretty easy to take the firing. You're know, like, all right, I'll take it because I I had a contract for nine million, so I still get the nine million. Like, yeah, you get the nine million, but yeah. you can't come back. Yeah, it's like, all right, I can live with that. All right. So I think he's gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. 
And then Corden, I think, is now saying that he's just going to be... Because Corden had taken some shit. You know, we all loved him. Mm-hmm. And it happens to... I don't know why it happens or how it happens, but some people just lose their their coolness, you yeah. know? And I think we, there was a second there where James Corden was... I don't know if cool is the right word, but he was accepted by everybody. Yeah. We, liked, we liked the cuteness of it. And then I think there was a... It started to crack a little bit when he was like hosting Tony's, and everyone's like, "What is this guy gay? Like, well, he seems like he's he's mm-hmm. into Broadway, which is fine. I'm into Broadway. I mean, and he's married with children and whatever, but he comes off a little effeminate. Mm-hmm. And then cats didn't help. That's it. That's when it really <laughs> yeah. got bad. He's he did cats, and everyone looked weird in the cats makeup. Mm-hmm. Somehow Taylor Swift was able to use usurp the cats. Um, she didn't get, she didn't get, cause she's in it, mm-hmm. but no, it didn't, it didn't affect her career. Yeah. But it seemed to affect James Corden a little bit. And then he did another thing. He played like a really effeminate gay guy in a movie called the prom. Mm-hmm. And then there was a little blowback on that. People were like, why isn't a gay guy playing a gay guy? Why yeah. is he playing every gay guy in Hollywood? And his wife is like, a gay guy is playing a gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my, I remember telling my brother something about James Corden's wife or something. He's like, what? Wife? I said, James Corden's wife. He's like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. He did, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So th- then it, that start, things like that started to happen mm-hmm. with James Corden. And yeah. then, of course, we remember the thing with the, with the waiters at mm-hmm. uh, the, the restaurant in New York. New York. Said he's, he, they're not going to have him anymore. The owner of that restaurant, Balthazar, Balthazar, said never again. He's an asshole to everybody. And I had heard these rumors mm-hmm. that he's an asshole. And then once that one came, it, that was the end of it. That was it. Everyone's like, well. And then things started to look cheesier when it, when all the writings on the wall like that, then you're like, Oh, carpool karaoke is cheesy. Yeah. The Broadway thing that he used to do. Then they would like, there was a bit where he would block traffic. Yes. On oh, Fairfax yeah. and like third at like over there on town. like the Grove. If you guys know Los Angeles, it's like, Nobody wants you blocking the fucking street. No. And they would, they were so cute. They were going to block the street with like a Broadway musical number. And they would live. I think they really actually blocked the street. Mm-hmm. So there's a fucking you know, couple of landscapers trying to get to work, or two gay tow truck drivers <laughs> trying to take a <laughs> trying, trying to, to take to a Orange trying County. to take a young waiter to a drag show in uh, in Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they're blocking the street, singing mm-hmm. their Pirates of Penzance or some shit. And then they there's like a video of of. Of James Corden, like, going up to somebody's window. They're just sitting in their car, and he's dressed like a mouse, which is scary enough. Yes. And he starts thrusting his, like, balls into the window. And and that was when they're like, all right, we're all done with James Mm -hmm. Corden. We've decided as a country, we're done with James Corden. So that was the end of it. I think he's like, I'm good. I'm done. Mm -hmm. And now he's saying, I think I heard him on one of the talk. He was on Jimmy Kimmel or something last night. And he's like, yeah, we're 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 done. We're gonna move back to England, yeah. and I think we're just gonna. He says he wants to raise his kids there. Yeah, he said he's he's good. He he did the American run. Yeah, and we all kind of were like, yeah, we've had enough. Mm-hmm. And now he's gonna go back and do what he I does. I feel in like England. that happens with British people in our in American pop culture a lot. They get a good solid eight years, and <laughs> that's then it. Pier- yeah. Pierce uh, Pierce Morgan. Yeah, that's it. Um, what was the all of the uh, office I, guy? What yeah, was the, yeah, yeah. The British office guy, you know. Oh, like, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. I yeah, like yeah, yeah. We like him at first, and then it just goes, all right. Yeah, then we're all like, we got you. We got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, he could be right. It seems like you're, we're on to it at this point. I'm trying to think of another, like Dudley Moore. I remember him, mm-hmm. but he was, you know, who knows? I liked him. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened, but uh, but anyway, Corden's gone. So there mm-hmm. you go. It's three huge late night or whatever they were, players on network television gone in the same week. Yeah. Uh, and they, who knows how who's it all, next? who's next? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, at this point, it's all going to change because eventually it, that's just all going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't know. It's just a strange time we're living in. It's yeah. a strange world. And thank God I'm older and not coming up in this, in this shit now. Thank God I'm not 22 and having to figure shit out because there's no TV anymore. And it's yeah. certainly not like I'm, I'm actually surprised that they're even, replacing uh james corden with it with a program yeah because it's gonna cost money it's mm-hmm. gonna cost money to gonna, to yeah. put up uh at midnight um 
it's going to cost a lot of money, I think, yeah. like just to get a host and pay the and comedian kind of and do five days a week. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, what numbers do you think they're going to get on this on thing? That. Nobody's going to watch that. Mm-hmm. And you'd be on. I'm not fucking around when I say this. And I, I, I mean, it's almost counterintuitive for me to ruin any my. You know, I could probably be on at midnight. Yeah. But you'd be better off putting an infomercial on. And I'm not kidding when I say that. No. Because more people would watch, fucking put an air fryer on there mm-hmm. and just play it. You know, I put, I put, uh, I just read about Baldwin, Bieber. Yeah. What's her name? Haley. Haley. She's got a cooking show, Alex. Mm-hmm. And people, people are, uh, she's taking a lot of flack because they say that she's copying selena gomez's cooking show yeah because selena gomez has a cooking show and they Who have would, a little bit of a yeah and there's yeah. been a beef there about yeah. eyebrows or some craziness mm-hmm. there was eyebrow beef between the two of them yeah she used to date selena gomez used to date bieber Haley bieber's married to justin bieber yeah people are concerned there was recently a picture of Haley bieber seen consoling justin bieber is everything okay with justin mm-hmm. people are asking Consoling because the thing is, like, she I think she's like bigger than Justin oh. Bieber. Like, Justin Bieber's a little guy, a little tiny guy, a little slight person. And this girl, she's just big, she's a real him. pretty, like, yeah. you know, she's like a tall model type. Mm-hmm. I think she wraps her arm around Bieber, and it's like, this is like, she's holding a child, yeah. So, she, she was seen consoling Bieber about something, anyway. But she's got a cooking show where she air fries chicken wings, or some shit, I think, yes, I don't know. And then the, people are upset that Selena Gomez. I, I didn't realize either one of them cook. No. But I guess there are people who involved in their careers who go, what do you, what do you, what do, you do? Mm-hmm. Like in the case of Selena Gomez, I understand what she does. She's a singer. She's an actress. She's yes. got legitimate work. She's in a, a hit show with Steve Martin and Martin Short. She does, and she's the biggest, I think she's got the most Instagram followers in the world. I believe she's so. She's a big deal. Yeah. <clears throat> Haley Bieber too, as far as Instagram goes, she's a big deal. I follow her. She's got a lot of tattoos on her fingers. I don't I don't like it. <laughs> Didn't you say you saw a tattoo place in Tampa? What was yeah, it? Yeah, uh, they were running a two for 20 <laughs> in Tampa. Two for 20 at the tattoo parlor yeah. in Tampa. I, now, what? that's like 10 bucks a tattoo. Mm-hmm. See, I just did, quickly did the math yeah. on that. Not a, uh, now, but what, how much, what kind of tattoo do you get for $10? I I'm don't not know. a tattoo guy. I do not. It's got to be one of those little finger ones. The I little feel like a lot one. of people are doing finger ones. Mm-hmm. The, what do the you do? Basic like, flower on top of the foot, the little top, one? Yes. Quarter size. Yeah. You do, I feel like people do on their fingers like a dot, 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 something on the finger. Mm-hmm. Like on the side of your finger. Yeah. Could I get something like that? Yeah. I'm going to get, you know what I'm going to get? What are you going to get? Um, chinchilla. chinchilla. I'm a big fan of chinchilla. Chinchilla. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to get that on the side of my finger. Mm-hmm. Chinchilla. What's up? I think people accept me if I go on like a boat trip and, the, and when people go, I don't even, I feel like you're faking this. I feel like you're not even really into chinchilla. I go, oh yeah? Oh yeah? How do you like that? Like how much you pay for that? <laughs> 10, Ten, two bucks. for 20? Two for 20. Where's your other one? That's on my back. Yeah. What's that one say? Sweetie. Sweet. You know her? <laughs> Familiar with her? Yeah. That's another, I'm a fan of sweetie. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, there you go, everybody. I feel like we've delivered plenty of, of, uh, of uh news Mm -hmm. so much going on in the world we got to hit the road again i got work to do around the house while i'm here getting a little get a little side garden going over here alex okay a little side area here turning that into what i'm going to call my coffee garden in the morning i'll be yeah yeah oh you say that like uh, no how many gardens do you need (laughs) that's my coffee garden please just i'm sorry just go along with it you okay i'm sorry coffee garden all right Maybe, and you know, it's probably not the best name. So it's like a morning garden. All right. I like that too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Morning garden. Yeah. Anyway, I like, that's how I go over there mm-hmm. and I'm going to, I got some tomatoes come growing. I'm doing a lot in this, in this side area. Yeah. So I got to get that up and running. Mm-hmm. We got to get the pool up and running because it's, it's time. I yeah. mean, today's like 85 degrees. Got to, it's been it's chinchilla weather. It's, it's, I'll be, I'll be pumping chinchilla in the backyard all day long. <laughs> And uh, so I'm getting some work done. So we got to get the hell out of here because the landscapers are coming and they're going to start blowing uh, shit around. It's uh, literally no them. No sooner they say that. Literally them right are. now. Um, anyway, what do we got to get out of here, Ron? Thank you, everybody. Come see us live in Chicago. I That was a fun episode. That's mm-hmm. a classic cover to cover episode yep. all over the map. We don't know what we're talking about. We, had, we talked about gay tow truck drivers and Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. That's what more can you ask what for? What do you need? Out yeah. of a podcast. 
Uh, what do we got to get out of here? Some I feel rock. like my throat is a little bit shot from Florida. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I feel fine. But I just talked a lot. I'm still, t- I, we do a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And eventually it just go. I think I might be turning into one of those old people whose throat, like Hillary Clinton. Remember her throat was always shot yes. during her campaign. Mm-hmm. She was just screaming about. Every you know, city. Yeah, every You're city. You're just like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> from one city to another, screaming. Yeah. Yeah. America hates me. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. just like Hillary Clinton. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, what do we Rocky got Rocky Mountain High. Oh. For your t-shirt. Wow. and uh, Thank you, Alex. That's a good call. Oh, who doesn't love this? Died in a plane, like a weird plane, like a plane that he made himself. Oh, really? Like he was one of those guys who made planes. Interesting. I think it was, if I'm I'm not mistaken. Got an interesting, this is is a career that could never happen today. Like a weird folk artist that had like a strange bowl cut. Yeah. And round glasses. Everything Mm. about him was like, there's no way this is happening. It's not marketable at all. No, it's not marketable at all. At all. No, he didn't have really like sex appeal. Didn't Mm-mm. do rock and roll. Different times. Yeah, you know? God bless him. Died years ago. I think he died relatively young. Mm-hmm. In a plane, you know that's you can't make planes. I feel like that's something you got to leave in the hands of the pros. Yeah, leave it up to you the know? experts. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you. Speaking of getting on planes, we will be getting on one to head to Chicago, where we're doing Rosemont out there. Then, of course, Zanies in downtown Chicago. Excited about that after party mm-hmm. at the bar right around the corner. You guys, you guys know I'm staying at the little apartment there. They mm-hmm. put me up, and then, uh, and then, of course, Indianapolis and St. Louis. Helium. Never been to either one of them. Heliums. Yeah. and I'm excited about it. I don't spend a lot of time in he- St. Louis or Indianapolis. But I like both the cities. And then on to Omaha, which I love. Been there many times. And then Glendale, Arizona. Ooh. Yeah. Which is a cool club, too. Great one. And then, you know, so many more. All right. What is he talking about in this song? Just the Rocky Mountains? Yeah, I think so. Rocky Mountain High. Is this is this, is this one of those... It's a weed song? I feel I'm, like... That I he's f- hiding under... Because when I mean, Puff the Magic Dragon, people always say that's a song about smoking pot. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I never, I never, I, I don't, I miss, I always miss the uh, the you know, innuendo, the innuendo. I do, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll often miss innuendo. Mm-hmm. Maybe this one's about that too. Maybe. All right, everybody. Bye bye. Rocky Mountain High Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.